Hey everyone, I'm Phil Smith, aka Phil the Filipino. Everyone seems to love a good medical drama. Well, today I'm going to go over a show that I got so hooked on, I watched three seasons in only a week and a half. Today, we Netflix and Phil with The Good Doctor. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Wait For It podcast and this week's episode for Wait For It Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us, you guys. We hope that you're enjoying these specialty episodes that we drop every Wednesday, along with our reoccurring series, What Did I Miss?, which comes out every single Monday. This series, as you have seen, is titled Netflix and Phil, and it goes over any shows that I've declared binge-worthy. Similar to how Eric goes over anime, I go over shows that you might find on streaming sites like Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, things like that. So we're going to get this episode started here in just a moment. Now, before I begin, I just want to remind you guys that you can find us pretty much anywhere you're listening to your favorite podcasts. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Buzzsprout, and wherever else you're listening to your shows. This episode, along with pretty much all of our episodes, was recorded using Squadcast. So if you're interested in recording your own podcast, check out the affiliate link in the show notes. You can also find us on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Wait For It Podcast and on Twitter at Wait For It Pod. So with that being said, you guys, let's get into it. I'm going to be talking about The Good Doctor, which is a show that's on ABC and is currently available on Hulu. So when I chose this show to do for this week's episode, I knew it was going to be very important for me to address the most important thing about this show right off the bat. Now, I personally do not have anyone in my life that I interact with on a day-to-day basis that is on the autism spectrum. I have, however, interacted with adults and children with autism throughout my entire life and have found that it's a learning experience for everybody involved. Now, whether you yourself are on the spectrum or someone you love is, my thoughts on this show are accompanied with a hope that you and your loved ones find some comfort and inspiration in the stories that are told. I'm very aware that there have been some criticisms of the show based on their portrayal of autism. I am in no way, shape, or form qualified to have that discussion and will respectfully leave that to people who are impacted directly by autism in their daily lives. So that being said, my thoughts on the show strictly come from a critical standpoint, and I will not be making any comment on the show's depiction of living with or being someone who is on the autism spectrum. If you are interested in a review from someone who is on the autism spectrum, I've included a link in the show notes by international motivational speaker and best-selling author Carrie Magro. I also included a link to his TED Talk, which is equally amazing. So before I continue, I do want to state that I will be discussing minor spoilers from the pilot episode, but other than that, the remainder of the episode will be spoiler-free. So let's get into why I enjoyed The Good Doctor so much and why I feel like it's worth your time. First, here's some history and a synopsis of the show. The Good Doctor is an American medical drama based on the 2013 award-winning South Korean series of the same name. Daniel Day Kim, who you guys may know from Lost and Hawaii Five-0, noticed the original series and bought the rights for his own production company. When he originally pitched the series to CBS, which is Kim's home network, they actually decided against moving forward with a pilot. Since Kim felt so strongly about the series, though, he did buy the rights back from CBS, and eventually Sony Pictures and Kim worked out a deal, and the series was eventually picked up with ABC. The main character is Sean Murphy, and he is played by Freddie Highmore, who's most likely known for his work on Bates Motel. 
Now, Sean is an autistic surgeon with Savant Syndrome that relocates to San Jose, California to join San Jose St. Bonaventure Hospital's prestigious surgical unit as a resident. Now, if you're not familiar with what Savant Syndrome is, I had to look it up myself and do a little research. So Savant Syndrome is a rare condition in which someone with significant mental disabilities demonstrates certain abilities far in excess of average. The skills that savants excel at are generally related to memory. This may include rapid calculation, artistic ability, map making, or even musical ability. Now, of course, Sean is the main attraction of the show. However, there is a stellar supporting cast. This includes Dr. Aaron Glassman, or Glassy, played by Richard Schiff, Leah Diallo, played by Paige Spara, Dr. Claire Brown, played by Antonia Thomas, Dr. Neil Melendez, played by Nicholas Gonzalez, Dr. Audrey Lim, played by Christina Chang, and Dr. Marcus Andrews, played by Hill Harper, are just some of the characters that make up this incredibly diverse cast. The diversity is actually one of my favorite things about the show, and since Daniel Day Kim is responsible for bringing it to American audiences, it's not really a surprise that there's an immense amount of representation. So Sean relocates from a small town in Wyoming where he and his older brother grew up in a very abusive household. Alone in the world and unable to personally connect with those around him, Sean uses his extraordinary medical gifts to save lives and challenge the skepticism of his colleagues. If you went into this show with a very basic understanding of its premise, you'd almost immediately pick up on House Vibes. House, of course, was the hit medical drama starring Hugh Lowry that enjoyed immense success during its eight-year run. Well, that's not a coincidence. David Shore, the creative house, is actually the series showrunner for The Good Doctor. We are almost immediately introduced to Sean's sixth sense-like abilities. When a young boy at an airport is involved in a terrible accident, Sean demonstrates his ability to think on his feet and adjust accordingly based on the specifics of the boy. He quickly determines that the boy's lungs are in distress and performs an impromptu surgery right there in the airport with a tube, a bottle of liquor, and a knife that he has to steal from TSA that actually results in him being initially stopped and tackled to the ground. That sequence lays the groundwork for Sean's constant struggle to prove that he belongs in this hospital and in this field. It immediately roped me in and honestly only scratched the surface in terms of what the show was about to bring to the table. Now, the highlight of the show for me is the writer's ability to play Sean's emotions front and center. You'll constantly find yourself guessing how each situation will affect him emotionally, whether it be a complex medical issue, going on a date, or having to deliver difficult news to a dying man. Watching Sean grow from season one to where we are now in season three has been so incredibly fulfilling. Now, the two standout relationships for Sean are his new neighbor, Leah, and Dr. Glassman. Dr. Glassman is a man who has actually known Sean since he was a child and is responsible for securing Sean's spot at the hospital. In fact, in the first episode, we learn that Glassman has staked his entire reputation on Sean's success. Leah is an incredibly charming character and is one of the first people that Sean meets who treats him with civility and respect. She's become one of my favorite characters outside of Sean, and I believe that she'll be someone that a lot of viewers can relate to. She's incredibly flawed and very, very honest, and she knows very, very well what her shortcomings are. However, that being said, she also tries to live life to the fullest and just be the happiest version of herself, which I think is something that a lot of us can really, really relate to. So I'm going to go into a couple more reasons as to why I feel like this show is worth your time. But before that, I just want to give a really quick shout out to this week's affiliate. So podcasting isn't really that difficult when you have the right partners. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. We here at the Wait For It podcast use Buzzsprout, and over the last few months, it's just been absolutely great. They have a really great support staff that assists you with any questions that you have, and they have a really, really awesome Facebook community that we have just absolutely enjoyed being a part of. Buzzsprout gets your show listed on every major podcast platform. 
You'll get a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and a whole lot more. You can pretty much start with some equipment that you already have, along with a quiet space. If you want to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of resources to help you find the right equipment at the right price. So join us here at the Wait For It podcast, along with 100,000 other podcasters that are already utilizing Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Follow the link down in the show notes and let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. It gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it is a great way to support the show. Now, as with House, there are some wildly absurd medical situations that you'll most likely have to suspend your belief for, but there isn't anything that completely took me out of the experience. In fact, just as with House, the experimentation and creative thinking portions of the show are some of the best. Of course, with this being a medical drama, there are plenty of will-they-won't-they romance angles to go around. Most of it can be seen coming from a mile away, but it's still enjoyable to watch it play out. As I mentioned earlier, the show is now in Season 3, and Season 4 has been greenlit. Season 3 ends on a huge emotional cliffhanger that sent the fanbase into a frenzy, so I'm very excited to see what happens next. I finished all three seasons within about a week and a half because the story is just so good that I had to keep watching to see what happened next. If you were a fan of House, this series is almost a must-watch, but it's also for anyone that enjoys a good medical drama that has plenty of heart and infuses just the right amount of humor. The actors and actresses are so strong in their portrayals of their characters I'm a little surprised that this hasn't garnered a larger following. But then again, there are so many shows out there to choose from, so maybe it's suffering from a bit of Baskin-Robbins syndrome is the way that I'll put it. Most of the early reviews from professional critics stated that the show had a lot of potential, and I'd be very much interested to see how they feel now. Because from season one to season three, I feel like the entire cast has shown immense growth in terms of their characters. So I really feel like they've fulfilled that potential that a lot of critics saw from the very beginning. So guys, with all that being said, these are just a few reasons as to why I feel like The Good Doctor is more than worthy of your time. It'll strongly tug on those emotional heartstrings and deliver plenty of intrigue and drama to keep you hooked episode after episode. But that's it for this week's episode of Netflix and Phil, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We really, really appreciate it. Really quick before we go, I want to encourage you, if you are enjoying the show, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review, along with any comments as to why you're enjoying the show. The reason that we bring that up is because the more reviews we have, the higher up on that list that we'll become, and that'll just draw in more new listeners, which is obviously great for the show. So that's it for this week's episode, you guys. Thanks for stopping by to Netflix and Phil with me. As a reminder, we drop new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. All you have to do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. 